0: Packers, Jets beat the Bills, records being set in Chicago. What a week 10. Welcome back into the opinionated sound room of ISM. I'm Dave, and I'm joined by my girl dad brother, Josh, and this is Irreverent Sports Meandering, a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports. If you want to know the moment, our, I don't know how you want to say it, how to live cynically in a sports world podcast, Drops, hit the subscribe button, and if you want to join in the irreverence, you can email us at Dave and Josh at ismpodcast.com. Remember, we are not professionals, so if you don't like our opinions, uh, that's tough noogies We have a great show for you tonight, though. We are going to have a funeral for dead fantasy players, not literally dead, just statistically dead. Go through our feelings on each game, but first, what are the cults thinking? Today is November 9th, 2022. Let's get irreverent. Josh, welcome back in, man. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing wonderful. How are you?
0: Oh, great. Great. I'm excited. I'm going to go see the Bears game this weekend. I'm going to get to see you, which is awesome. Um, And uh, Justin Fields seems like an all-star, Hall of Famer, first ballot right now. I'm calling it
1: it never ceases to amaze me like whenever i say something on this podcast the almost the exact opposite thing happens in real life like i can speak things into existence i think i am i think i am some sort of a god actually
0: so like if you say something then the opposite happens
1: i think about three weeks i said uh justin fields is not the answer and then i think before that i said like I don't know. Every player I've said to drop this year has been like an ad two weeks later. Like <laughs> I know. In fantasy football. I don't I don't know how I got these powers, but I will do my best to use them for good. Thank you. I appreciate
0: that. Well, Josh, let's jump into some news and notes this week, uh or news and thoughts on that news. Um first things first, another coach is gone. Only two so far this year, which is You know, it's eight weeks in. You shouldn't have two coaches gone already. (laughs) But we do. All right. Frank Reich, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, was fired this week on Monday and replaced by, get this, Jeff Saturday, the old Colts center, who is not coaching in the NFL, has never coached in the NFL, has never coached in college. He's coaching a high school football team and working for ESPN, and now he's the head coach in Indianapolis. Josh, is this the most brilliant thing the Colts have ever done, or the most asinine?
1: Um, I don't know. It really just seems like an earthy thing to do. It is absolutely a clown show, but if it wasn't the Colts, it would seem much more clownish. It just seems like kind of what they do. Like, they're just weird. Hmm. They yeah. do weird things. Well, so Indiana for you, you know? <laughs> right um
0: what do you think well I'll say this um obviously it matters who you know all right and it matters on having good relationships with those people uh I was listening to a a podcast this morning and Dave Wanstead was on it and Dave Wanstead said hey um when I was when I was like a uh, a backup coach um with Don Shula in the Miami Dolphins back before he took the job with the Cowboys after Miami University. He said Don Shula took him took the the coaches aside and said, "Hey guys, if you guys ever become head coaches, all right, remember this, all right? The most the three most important people to you in the organization are the owner the owner the owner It matters having a good relationship with the owner, and I think it proves it here. Jeff Saturday, uh, the owner has been wanting Jeff Saturday to be coaching there for a while now, and Jeff Saturday keeps turning him down as the offensive line coach, and now he's offered him the head coach position. Um, I think it's a terrible move. Like, If you really want to know the truth, I think this is a terrible move. Um, I, I hate that they can just choose anyone they want. There's no Rooney rule to listen to. With interim coaches, Um, but Jeff Saturday is there nonetheless. I and I think we'll see the team fall apart.
1: So, do we know? Did we get comments on why he turned Saturday was turning down the offensive line coach job that they keep offering him? Did he have reasons, or was he just didn't want to do it? That I don't
0: know. I I don't know that Um, he was. He was a high school head coach. You know, like. So I I don't know if that was what was keeping him from doing it. Um, I know that uh, there are thoughts that um, Ursay wanted to bring him into head coach uh, probably um, at the beginning of this, at the end of last year. Wanted to coach Frank Reich, uh, fire Frank Reich right right away. That's a tough sentence, by the way. Frank Reich right away. (laughs) Um, But uh, Chris Ballard um, talked him down from firing him and hiring Jeff Saturday and and tried to get Jeff Saturday just as an offensive line coach so so he'd have some sort of background in coaching in the NFL before they made
1: him the head coach. Yeah, I mean, this is, remember, this is an interim head coaching position, so it's not like he was signed to a contract for, like, many years. At least that's not what I think happened. Um, So as a stopgap, I don't really see this as, like, too much of like a like oh he got a shot when somebody else deserved it more it's more like let's like let's try you out for this year and you know when you're terrible i have no quorums about not asking you back
0: yeah but you think know about I mean? this think about this he's getting a tryout that no other coach is getting that's like, true and, and that's a little unfair um, Well, there's... and like I, I don't know i was listening to um who was it uh Mike Florio, and he was saying he thinks that like they should make a rule that unless unless you're taking a coach from inside your organization, such as um, uh, Gus Bradley, who's on, on their staff there, they could have made him head coach, interim head coach. Um, if you're not doing that, then you have to go through all the Rooney rules and 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 hire a hire an interim coach. Like you have to like go through all the the hoops that
1: that is. Oh, okay. Um, I I think that's not a bad idea. I think that's, this is ridiculous. Like when you get down to it, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, but yeah, especially sure. in the NFL. But I'm just trying to like play a devil advocate here. Like, you know, if he really, if Irsay really believes in, in Saturday and this is what it took to get him to at least come and give it a shot, like how much, I mean, this would be the best opportunity to do it, right? Your team, your team is tanking. You know what? Let's bring it like, let's give this guy the, the job of his lifetime for eight weeks and let's see what happens. And, but I mean, again, I mean, if they were again, the laughing stock of the NFL before they are now. Yeah. But, but again, there's, there's a bunch of guys on the staff that deserved a shot to, um, how did Jeff Saturday put it? Um, try out, you know what I mean? For the 31 other teams, you know, even if the, he doesn't right. didn't retain being a head coach there, he had an opportunity to get they had an opportunity to get some experience that they needed so that is it is ridiculous but I do also kind of see why this would be the why this would happen if they like went off and like hired him as the head coach like last year like i mean that would be reti- like that would be the most ridiculous thing ever that would be like burned down like Lucas Oil Stadium, this is, like, just stupid. But just given that it's an interim position, I think I it's know. a little I, more
0: I, I look at it, like, if I were to relate it to fantasy football, it'd be like, you know what? Dave Montgomery isn't doing great, all right? Um, I'm going to go sit him on the bench and play Isaac Pacheco. All right? Um, you know Pacheco's not going to do anything. Montgomery has a better chance of doing anything. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and put someone who I, who I know isn't going to succeed all right um and then just let it be how would the rest of the teams in our league handle that they wouldn't like it well no no this automatically it automatically, I, it automatically think, puts into question um the validity of our league
1: no that it's more along the lines of starting a sixth round running back that's third string in a different team because you like the college you, came from. <laughs> you know what that's fair that is fair. That That's is more that is better analysis of the situation,
0: which makes it even more even yeah. more egregious.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but I would think that the rest of the NFL kind of looks at this as this is a joke. Jim Irsay, you're a joke. It is. You're a freaking joke. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on. A um, couple things, real quick. We got to touch base on Tom Brady uh, threw for over a hundred thousand yards. This weekend in his career, postseason and regular season, uh, that's unbelievable. Like, I can't even fathom that many yards. I remember when Tom Brady came into the NFL, and I hated his guts because he came from Michigan, and he wasn't that great. It wasn't until 2008 when he just started – or 2007 – no, 2007 that he just started exploding with uh, – Randy Moss and Wes Welker and all that, but before that, not so much. So mm-hmm. I mean, he did a lot in a little bit of time.
1: Yeah, that's I. With, this is everything combined, though, right? This is postseason. Yeah, post-season. Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. everything combined. Okay, that's crazy.
0: Now, what helps him probably is how many times he's gone to the playoffs and been to the Super Bowl.
1: Yes, that does help because that's like what at least I mean, that's been at least two games on average two two games extra a year. Yeah. On yeah. average. Yeah. I mean, so, this puts
0: another horn on his go- goat head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez!
0: I know I'm picturing something now and, and, and it's kind of frightening. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> many, many horns on a goat head. Um, so that's pretty exciting stuff. Um, on a sadder note, um, Ray guy, uh, passed away this week. Uh, um punter for the Raiders, only punter in the Hall of Fame. Um he was drafted in the 1st round um by the Raiders as a punter. Um and won 3 Super Bowls with them and uh he went to Southern Mississippi uh university which is where uh Brett Favre went to school. So kind of interesting stuff. Uh it's sad it's sad and uh and our thoughts are definitely with uh The with Ray Guy's family. Um, but he was an upstanding guy, played good in the NFL, um, and is the only punter in the Hall of Fame. It's impressive. Yeah. I don't, I don't, in fact, I don't know of any punter who's even close to getting to the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Reggie Roby didn't make it. No, no. Ray Guy is the only punter in the Hall of Fame. And that happened in 2015, I want to say, 14, 15.
1: Wow. Well, at least, you know, he got to be enshrined while he was still around. So that's good.
0: Yeah. What's interesting is that it's just so the Raiders always do these things like they draft punters in the first round or kickers in the first round, you know, Um, and they do these crazy things. And then sometimes they work out. And uh, this is one of those that definitely worked out. Any other thoughts, Josh? No. None. Cool. Let's move on. Let's get emotional. It's time for feelings on every NFL game. Josh, this was a, a kind of a, an interesting weekend. I had, um, I can't remember if it was you, maybe it was my friend. Um, I was talking to one of the guys at work, and, uh, and he said, man, this is a weird NFL season. Like, like everything's topsy-turvy. And and I said, man, it's, it's what I said. This is a changing of the guard season. All right. The the old are out and the new are in. Um, And every once in a while, you'll have a season like this. And this is one of those seasons. Let's go ahead. um, Let's obviously start with the Bears game because that's the one we care about um, and is obviously the most important game of the week. Every week. Josh, the Dolphins came into Soldier Field and beat the Bears 35 32 in a barn burner where uh, the last team with the ball was going to win.
1: Yeah, um, I I hate the refs. I they we would have won this game if it wasn't for the refs. Like, and that's not that's like almost absolutely we would have won this game. Oh, if totally. A cu- if a couple of pi calls didn't go the way that they went.
0: Yeah, so. right. The the call on uh, Eddie Jackson egregious, and then the call they didn't make um, against Chase Claypool. Was mm-hmm. egregious. Uh, yep. I I rewatched the game twice. Okay, um, and every time I'm just like, what the frick? But li- some good stuff. The Bears scored more points than the Dolphins did, offense offensively, and we stopped them twice on fourth down. You know, our defense like didn't look good, and then they did, and then they made stops. Now, some of it was Tua making a mistake on a throw, um, and other things. But the Bears should have won. Bears could have won that game, which I think says a lot about who the Bears
1: are. Yeah, um, um, I, Justin Fields ran for a uh, record in the Super Bowl era of most yards in a regular season of 178 by yeah. a quarterback. It's impressive. Um, yeah, I Tua think,
0: called him baller. <laughs>
1: um. I heard something interesting uh, earlier. I heard someone say something interesting on ESPN earlier this week that uh, Justin Fields is the best quarterback out of the 2020 draft. Is that the case? Is that definitely the case now?
0: I think I think you have to say that.
1: What I'm worried about is that it's three games, right? Like three games ago. I mean, I guess it was Trevor Lawrence. But maybe. look
0: look at the teams that they, we've played. That's the difference. The Patriots.
1: Yeah. Patriots just demolished um, uh, the Colts last week. Their yep. defense is legit. Yep.
0: The Patriots, the Cowboys, and now the Dolphins. I mean, those are three good defenses that he's going up against. Think about this. Tua was going
1: up against the Bears' defense. It's terrible. Right? <laughs> it's not great. Right. We'd like players on the defense, but it is not good. <laughs> if Justin Fields
0: was going up against the Bears' defense, he may he may have scored 50
1: touchdowns. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> no hyperbole. I mean, that's a single-game not... record. I don't know if anybody you know. That would be a single-game record. Hey, he's already
0: set one. All right, well, let's move on, Josh. Um, Eagles Eagles beat the Texans 29-17. to 17. There's really not much to say about this game.
1: The um, Texans were in it longer than people thought. Yeah, I remember it was 14-14 going in half.
0: So. Yeah, and remember, they didn't have Brandon Cooks playing either. That's true. And so, like, they just had to run the ball, run the ball, And that's okay,
1: Damian Pierce is a monster.
0: He is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, he, run it. he runs it. I tried in. to
0: draft him in fantasy, and I, I waited too long. Although I think the guy drafted him earlier than I than I thought, like sixth round or something. Yeah. All right. Um, Damian Pierce is good though. Um, Chargers beat the Falcons twenty to seventeen. Did you watch this game?
1: No, not all the way through. I watched okay. parts of it. Um. Did you see that uh, the the fumble? The double fumble. The double, the double fumble. fumble. Oh double my god! Yeah.
0: If yeah, it wasn't for was that the double Falcons
1: double. W- the Falcons had a good chance of taking down the Chargers and that's the Chargers. We going into the season, the Chargers were supposed to be like unbeatable, like well, so good. I picked Herbert to be great. my
0: MVP. I picked yeah. Herbert to be my MVP.
1: I bet you feel like a fool. I
0: do, and I just spilled like Pepsi all over me now, laughing.
1: Hey, you know what's funny about uh, my prediction i think my prediction was that joe burrow was going to be the uh the passing leader this year not Mm. so much not so much. wait a minute who's the passing leader right now i wonder and i think they're
0: learning that they need to get the ball to joe mixon oh my Um, gosh
1: joe burrow is the passing leader right now oh is he is he really no he's actually down by 70 yards but that's because Patrick Mahomes had a ridiculous game last week. <laughs> he was up up until this week. <laughs> so, wow. I didn't realize yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. But so, anyway, I, so I take that back, but
0: Chargers, Falcons, double fumble, Falcons almost won. Falcons are looking good. Like Cordell Patterson, man, he's a beast. Like, I don't know if you saw his touchdown run, but he ran over a safety one yard out. Like, just hit him in the – just rammed him with his helmet, and the guy went flying. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Um, next game, uh, the Panthers, uh, lost to the Bengals, 42 to 21. We just kind of talked about it. Mixon had five touchdowns, man. My thought is finally Mixon is starting to get mixed in to the game plan. You like gonna.
1: I'm not going to talk to you for like at least three minutes after that. I thought
0: that was good. I thought that was good. I literally wrote that down three days ago.
1: But it's... PJ, I mean, it's really bad when when Baker Mayfield can come in and make you look bad as far as P.J. Walker is concerned. Yeah, like, but P.J. Walker won the last two games. Yeah, I know. That's what's that's what's very surprising.
0: Like, it's like, I don't know, the hot hand, I guess.
1: Right. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, they just activated Sam Darnold, too. So we'll see how all this plays out. The Lions at home beat the
0: Packers 15 to nine.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Praise the Lord. I am making the right sacrifices, obviously.
1: Dude, Aaron Rodgers was like a total diaper baby on the field, too. He was oh. so, like, upset. Oh, God. Yeah. Dude, three
0: it. interceptions with, from the, with, within the 25-yard line to the end zone. Three. Mm-hmm. Two in, within the five. Like, that's unbelievable. Like, I'm so happy. Like, this is the end. This is the end of Aaron Rodgers. All right? Get on board. Um, uh, but, uh, the Packers definitely don't look the same and they're not going to the playoffs this year. Praise the Lord. All right. The Patriots beat the Colts 26 to three. All we can say is the Colts are a dumpster fire. Ellinger is terrible. Yeah. He's not an NFL quarterback. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Um, who is that one backup quarterback played for the bills? He was even on the bears um this last year like i think in preseason before we cut him
1: it was the pills. uh it was terrible I don't know. I don't know. oh
0: no or was it the chargers i cannot remember what team he played for but he was every time he threw the ball it was an interception
1: nathan I, something maybe i don't even i have no idea who you're talking about
0: yeah uh, i don't remember either i'll look it up i'll try to figure it out um but the patriots looking good mac jones again it's the colts so they're gonna get pounded anyway um. This is the game. The game that blew everyone away. The Jets beat the Bills twenty to seventeen. Sauce Gardner, rookie of the year.
1: Yeah, he is pretty pretty great. Diz, does does uh, has there been a report on Josh Allen's elbow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he day good? to day. He's day they, to day. Okay. Yeah, they haven't called him out yet. So. I mean, if Josh Allen is hurt, like it's over for the Bills. Oh, like, totally. You know, over, over. Totally. So this is interesting because the Jets now are in a position where they're six and three. Bills are six and two. Yeah. And if Josh Allen is anything but a hundred percent, have the Jets turned it around? Like this is like, is that like, is this real? Like, no, it's six not. Six and three. No, no it's not. It's the Jets, right? It's the Jets.
0: No, 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 no. This is not real. It's Zach Wilson is not a playoff quarterback. All right, this is not real. Okay. All right. Until Zach Wilson, um, gets his team to the playoffs and they win a game, this is not real. All right. Zach Wilson is a dumpster fire of a quarterback. I don't. I don't know if you saw him. He didn't do anything to win that game. He just didn't lose it for him. He didn't throw that egregious egregious interception that everyone's waiting for every week.
1: Eighteen for one eighteen for twenty-five for one fifty-four and one. Yeah. So I mean to be they, fair, Justin Fields threw for about that.
0: Yeah, but he also ran for 178.
1: <laughs> that makes a difference. Okay.
0: <laughs> it does. But he also threw uh three touchdown passes.
1: That's true. He did throw three. That is true.
0: You know, so which I thought was pretty impressive. That one pass to Darnell Mooney was amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, the Vikings um, went into Washington and lost. Or I mean, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. They won twenty to seventeen. Dude, Taylor Heineke, he is so Brett Favre. It's crazy. He he threw one pass, dude there were three Vikings around it and somehow the receiver came down with it and got a touchdown, but then he tried to do something similar and he threw an interception. <laughs>
1: so. Well, we we all know why he came down with it, right? The ref.
0: Yeah. The ref was in the, the ref line. knocked right. down their safety. Yeah. The ref was, knocked down the defensive back.
1: Yeah. That's, that's not, that, that was the pick. I think that's, that was a pick.
0: Oh, totally. It would have been. Yeah. So. But I'm just telling you that that's how that's, it's just insane, but I love his moxie got to love it. Um, but the Vikings have only lost one game and it was to the Eagles. Um I don't know. We're going to we talked about the Eagles a little bit. Josh, is the Eagles undefeatedness is that real?
1: Uh yeah, I think it's real. I don't I don't know. Did you look know. at their
0: schedule? Did you see who they
1: beat? I have not. It's been, sure.
0: Let's go back real quick. All right, because I'm telling you right now. They haven't beaten anybody. All right, so this. listen to this, all right? They beat, going back here, they beat the Lions. All right, they did beat the Vikings, all right? But again, that was week two, and I think it was primetime. Mm-hmm. All right, and Kirk Cousins is terrible in primetime. They beat the Commanders. They beat the Jaguars, barely. They beat the Cardinals, barely. They did beat the Cowboys. That That, that is a good win. Yep, that is good win, but it was Cooper Rush. All right, um, they beat the Steelers. They struggled with the Texans. I don't know, Josh. I mean, you can only play your schedule, so but they haven't really beaten anybody outside of the Cowboys. But even the Cowboys didn't weren't at a hundred percent strength then.
1: So I'm not saying they're going to go six like seventeen and zero. What what I what I'm saying is that the NFL is just at its nature a very a very uh purity filled league like everybody is almost as good as anyone like and they could beat them on any given sunday and they've kept sure. it clean even in games where things started to get away from them they kept it clean they they gather themselves they they're they have everything it takes to be the the best in the league for sure i don't know if that's gonna hold out or not i did never like jalen hurts until this year never really struck me as somebody who you can put a team on his shoulders, but, I mean, we could eight games in. I mean, if I said that right now, I'd be totally wrong. So, uh, yeah, I just – I think they have – I think they're they're the best team in the NFL. I do. I think they're the hardest team to beat in the NFL right now. doesn't mean they have the best offense. They do probably have the be- one of the best defenses, uh, at least opportunistic defenses. Um, I'm
0: going to tell you right now, I think the Cowboys are a better team.
1: I think – I think the Cowboys probably are a more complete team and their defense is better um, yeah. as yeah. far as having playmakers and getting to the quarterback, like yeah, just totally. suffocating teams. I think, yep. yeah, the Cowboys are a better team uh, in that respect. But I mean, right now, who's more effective, Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts?
0: Jalen Hurts, bro. Jalen, yep. Jalen Hurts in the first half. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> oh, for Second sure. half, not so much. All right. Well, the Raiders uh took a lead of 17-0 over the Jaguars and lost <laughs> 27 to 20. Um I I don't know, man. The Raiders, I thought they were going to the playoffs this year. I was wrong. Yep. They suck. I was I was dead dead wrong. Um yeah. and the Jaguars are winning now that they've handed the ball to Travis Entian.
1: Yeah, uh Travis Etienne, Travis Etienne is uh definitely a pretty solid back. I don't really look at him as like like a real, you know, elite, like ground-shattering running back. He's good. I think they have another good piece there, um, but I, I think ultimately uh, their success is going to boil down to Trevor Lawrence taking the next step. Which, who knows if you will.
0: Well, it's been two, two. It's been two games I think in a row for him, or or maybe not. Maybe this was like a, just a really good game for him. Um I'm I'm hoping that next week will be an even better game because <laughs> he's my starting fantasy quarterback with Lamar Jackson sitting having a bye. Um Seahawks beat the Cardinals 31-21. Geno Geno Smith just keeps winning, man. Um he threw an interception, an egregious pick six, and then he comes right back, drives the field, throws a touchdown pass. A mm. gorgeous one, too, to Tyler Lockett.
1: Yeah. No, he is uh I, uh, the Arizona Cardinals are kind of up that, you know, Indianapolis Colts street. They're not in this, they're uh, maybe not the same street, maybe in the same neighborhood, but they are, they are becoming a clown show out there. Um, yeah, they are.
0: Did you see any of the highlights at all, Ben? There was so much yelling on that sideline. It was, um, it was, uh, um, D hop yelling at Kyler, Cliff Kingsbury yelling at the team. Um, Kyler yelling at Cliff Kingsbury. It was unbelievable. I don't think I've ever seen it. Offensive linemen rolling their eyes when Kyler Murray was talking to them.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you're the 1985 Bears, that's never good to see at the sideline. Like, <laughs> only the 85 Bears could get away with that. That's because their coach was a, was, a, was an a hole, and the whole team kind of was like an a hole. <laughs> like, they're all kind of just a holes. So
0: they were. They were all jerks. <laughs>
1: Nobody likes each other. For you, we're all yeah. jerks. <laughs>
0: all right. All right, well, uh, the the Rams lost to the Buccaneers uh, at the end of the game, 16-13. The Buccaneers did nothing uh, the whole game, the whole game, until the very end. Tom Brady threw a touchdown pass um, to win the game, 16-13. Uh, the Rams are struggling, and now they're not going to have Matt Stafford this week.
1: Yeah, um, Buccaneers maybe save their season. For a week. I don't know. I, uh, you know, we've seen Tom Brady struggle like this before. I do think this might be truly the end. But we've also seen him rebounded from We have. We have from things I can't like this. Count so, them out. I can't. Count I can't. I cannot. Um with that said, yeah, the Rams are I mean, they're not gonna make the playoffs probably. No. I mean, they're they're just, they're they just won next, the Super Bowl last year. The they're not
0: going back, back to the playoffs.
1: You can come back from three and five, but it's they're just playing like crap. They can't do anything so and now with uh Stafford out like you said it's I mean who who is the backup I don't even know who the backup is I
0: have no idea who their backup is
1: anyway whoever it is it's not gonna be better at least I don't think so
0: <laughs> I, No, it won't be better <laughs>
1: as, like, as Ryan Fitzpatrick comes out of like the uh <laughs> <laughs> out of the locker room tears off his shirt shows his hairy chest and says let's go <laughs> <laughs> and then just the whole world splits open into chaos. I can't wait.
0: That will be that will be magical. Yeah,
1: it's magical actually. Um
0: all right, the Chiefs beat the Titans 20 to 17. The Titans had this game won until Patrick Mahomes remembered he
1: can run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, "Oh, all There's... these guys
1: are all these guys are uh, covered. But what what are they doing with the ball?" Uh oh, right. <laughs> like the whole game like,
0: he, he's not really doing a lot, throwing the ball, drop passes, you know, some good passes, all that stuff. And then, like, about, like, the fourth quarter, the game's about, like, the Titans are going to win. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? I can run. I forgot about that. And he starts using his legs, and he runs for touchdowns. And I was like, unbelievable. I think he even ran for the two-point conversion, too, didn't he? He did. Good Lord. Even when you have them all the way out, you can't count them out. It's insane.
1: I've just Uh, said I don't like Mike Rabel now, by the way. Oh, no. How come? I think he's a good coach, but I just don't like, I don't know. I just don't like him. What did he do wrong? You know, I have this theory that in life, like, there are just a handful of people that you are going to run into. And by no fault of their own, (laughs) you you just just are going to hate them. Like yeah, it's just yeah. it is visceral and you can't control it. Yeah. All you can do is hope to just you know contain it. And I'm sure if we were in the same room together, I would be very cordial. But just from afar, I just can't stand him for some reason. I don't know why.
0: I feel the same way about Peyton Manning.
1: I feel the same way about Aaron Rodgers.
0: No, that 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 there is a reason why I don't like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's a douchebag. <laughs> it's a psychopath. Oh. Did you hear what he said after the game? After they beat the Lions, after he they said, lost the Lions. Oh, yeah, Sorry. After they lost to the Lions, he said, um, "We can't lose a game like this to that
1: team." Yep.
0: How lot, disrespectful, man!
1: That's like that's almost worse than him like yelling at the Bears fans saying, "I own you." Like it's exactly. it's almost just as disrespectful. But like, it makes me want like so like the Lions aren't really, like, in our division. They're not really a football team, right? Because, like, they're the Lions. You know, I feel more, like, protective over them, like a big brother than I, I do, like, <laughs> you know, a division rival. So it actually almost makes me, like, like want to punch him in the face because it's just like, oh, you're picking on my little brother. My, like, undersized, really annoying little brother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, go on. I know what that's
1: like. I know what that's like. Oh, oh, get out of here! <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough,
0: though. All right. 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 Um, the Ravens beat the Saints twenty-seven to thirteen. Finally, the Ravens didn't blow a lead. That's all I got to say to that game. Uh, they ran the ball. Lamar Jackson looked okay, uh, and the Saints have Andy Dalton starting at quarterback. So good for them. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. I don't know. But, but I, I, yeah.
1: I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that Jameis is going to come in and be their savior. But, like, right. I mean, yeah, whatever. You know what? You're right. There's not much to say about this.
0: All right. Well, Josh, um, with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about our fantasy football funeral. I wish I, I knew how to like play trumpet. Cause I would do the.
1: See, I was, I was thinking more along the lines of like a Sarah McLaughlin, like, I will remember you. <laughs> like, you know, cause some of these guys I have fond memories of, like, I, I don't want them to go. No, I know. Like, but it's time to just yeah. say goodbye.
0: No, I agree. I agree. Um, and with that being said, I'm gonna say my first fantasy football funeral. Um uh it goes to uh well the old quarterback of the Saints, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, there was a time, Jameis, when we threw when we saw you throw crazy amounts of touchdowns and crazy amounts of interceptions. But but every year, since your rookie year, you have gone down in points, Jameis Winston. Your first year, 327. Such hope. Worky the year. Second year, 306. Third year, 250. Fourth year, 238. And then you came back and, and did 382 with Bruce Arians having your career year, 2019. And then the very next year you had three. <laughs> and then 134. And right now you have 54. And that's probably the last points you're going to get this year. And maybe for your career, um, because Andy Dalton is now the starting quarterback (laughs) with the Saints. What does that say about you, Jameis? Anyway, we'll we'll miss your ridiculousness and how you stole crab legs from Walmart, you know. Um, But good luck to you, sir. You're off my team.
1: I was going to say, um, I also wanted to mention the fact that you always taught us that you don't have to be a good NFL quarterback to be fantasy relevant. (laughs) Yeah, that's the lesson you taught me. (laughs) Well, today I I really want to uh, say my piece about a player that I loved for many, many years, A.J. Green. There was a time when A.J. Green was on the field for every snap of every game when he would score double digit touchdowns and
0: Mm, yes, yes.
1: Lead the league in receiving. But those days have long passed. He literally has not been relevant since 2018. And it does not seem that long ago. But it truly was 2018. Wow. When he last Was relevant and he was only relevant for about half the season because he got hurt after nine games. But nowadays, you can see AJ Green strolling onto the field at the beginning of a game and then strolling off the field at the end of the game. Not really ever seen (laughs) the field at all. (laughs) Goodbye. It's been fun. Goodbye, AJ Green.
0: Something, something,
1: something. <laughs> by the way, he did not actually lead the league in receiving. I just meant he was a leader in the he league He was a leader in receiving. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway. Well, you ruined your eulogy now, so good job, Josh.
1: Yeah, there's nothing worse than, like, at a funeral, like, a guy running back up on stage being like, oh, by the way, I said this wrong, like, you know... <laughs> Somehow it just it's not hitting the same way. <laughs> well,
0: I'm going to say my goodbyes, but they're not tearful goodbyes. They're happy goodbyes. Happy goodbyes for Aaron Rodgers. He's on pace for the lowest fantasy points in a full season ever for him. He had 300 points most years and he was even getting 400 or more other years but now he's not even going to touch 300 points goodbye aaron good luck to you and no. enjoy your time on the podcast with that with those two douchebags aj hawk and pat whoever
1: his last name is cuz he was just a punder and who cares about him yeah exactly <laughs> Julio Jones is my next guy that I would like to thank for his service. I loved him. I it was hard the day I had to say goodbye to Roddy White, but having Julio Jones in Atlanta kind of seemed to help with that transition. But now, yes. now it is over. It's been a good run, but you haven't been useful since 2019. So. Yeah. Would've been funny if that rhymed, and
0: you were like, "It's been a good run. You haven't been useful since 2001. (laughs) All right. Well, moving on. (sighs) Another, another sad farewell to Brandon Cooks. You can't start him. You can't have him on your bench either anymore. (laughs) He averaged one hundred and fifty points per season at one point in his career. He may not even hit half of that this year. Bad quarterback play, sitting himself down. <laughs> New run-the-ball offense through Lovey Smith.
1: This is the end, my friend. Rennick. You really just really wanted to rhyme something after the last. <laughs> I, <really did. laughs> like, I had to rhyme something. It's just bothering me now that nothing rhymes. I have to <laughs> rhyme. Rhyme, rhyme. All right, who's your fourth? My fourth is Hunter Renfro. Never really cared that you were in the league. Sure, he gave us 100 receptions last year. But let's be honest, you're just a homeless man's version of Cooper Cup. Mm. Good day, sir. I wish it would be fun. I wish I could say it was fun, but it was not. Alan Robinson,
0: I have fond, fond memories of you. You were a stud in Jacksonville. You were a stud in Chicago. Now you're a bum in LA. It's sad. Nagy has ruined your career. It's over 120 points for most years. But now you're less than 40. Less than 40. And now Stafford's not playing. This is the end. My friend. (laughs)
1: And my last one is Mike Thomas. Thus passes his superstardom, not with a bang, but instead with a ouch, ouch. What happened? (laughs) I was trying to say he got injured a lot. And now (laughs) his superstardom's over. I'm sorry, it didn't land. (laughs) That was funny, dude. That was funny. Is that it? I have a couple other choice guys in case you stole some of mine. You want to? Oh, hear okay, okay, okay. No, no. But I mean, did was that was
0: that all you had to say about him? That's all I had to say about him. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Well, let's let's continue on with our fantasy football talk. My fantasy football star of the week, Joe Mixon, five touchdowns, over two hundred all-purpose yards. He's. Finally meeting the expectations that I had for him when I drafted him in the second round.
1: <clears throat> Who's your stud? Justin Fields. I actually picked him up and played him this week. And, to my chagrin. And, you know, I just I just barely won my game. No, Shut- I'm just kidding. I destroyed that mother. Holy yes. cow. 50 points. Ugh. Bears I quarterback. Don't. Oh, mm-hmm. and the guy I beat was a Packer fan. Oh, it felt all felt so good. Everything wow. felt good, except for the person. But everything felt so good. You sh- I wish you could see my face right now. I'm glowing. I'm glowing.
0: <laughs> like a healthy, like, pregnant lady glow? or Exactly. Okay. Yep. Just call me a healthy pregnant lady. <laughs> 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 my fantasy football bust was also on my team this week, um, which I didn't, ex- I didn't know I was going to choose him. David Montgomery. Thirty-six rush yards and one catch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My bust is uh, Kyle Pitts.
0: Oh, isn't that like the bust? That's self-explanatory.
1: Every week? I'm just going to pound him as the boss for the rest of the year. That's all I'm going to do. I'm <laughs> just going <kidding>. to. <laughs> That's funny. what you,
0: you got any ideas for waiver pickups? I do. Um, I and I did this already, but I, I think if you if you have an open spot on your bench. Pick up Odell Beckham. It can't hurt if you have that open spot. If you do not have an open spot, don't do it. He may come back and do nothing.
1: Yeah. Keep but. in mind. He's not even gonna be really, like, really. If even if he gets signed right now and he can go practice right now, he really won't be like useful to play for at least two weeks. I'd say. So, I mean, I'd probably start mind.
0: him in week 11, but only because I have both my wide receivers on bye. <laughs> um but uh, yeah, probably not till week 12, but you know, who knows? Maybe he can take you, take your team to where they need to go in the
1: playoffs. That's my, my pick. My pickup is Rashad White. I, uh, <clears throat> I, unfortunately, cause I have for that. I, I think he is going to start seeing a little more play, um, I don't think he's going to be like the answer unless something happens to Fournette. But I do think he's someone that, if something does happen to Fournette, and even that, maybe not, maybe Fournette just blows up and has like a weird emotional thing like he has in the past. Like you might see Rashad White get everything from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So. (laughs) Uh, drop candidate uh, for the third time this year is Daryl Henderson.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say any Rams
1: running back again, but I decided not to because I said it like two other times this year. It's just a joke. I keep on saying to drop him, then something happens, and I pick him back up and I drop oh. him again.
0: <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Um, I know I picked up Cam Akers last week, and I've already dropped him again. <laughs> It's like oh. we're addicted to Rams running backs.
1: Next I know. It's like Tyrant Williams. It's like, no, no, I can't have it. I can't have it. Oh, yeah. Give me a little that uh Oh, yeah. That Rivers. Oh, oh yeah. That... I
0: need that Henderson in my life right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rub a little acres of my gums here. Hold on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. My drop is Eno, not quite as funny. Eno Benjamin. Um, James Connor is back, and they showed that he's the number one guy,
1: yeah, and he, he was, gonna
0: was get maybe five
1: carries a game, and he always was gonna be the number one. The only thing I could say is that James Connor has notoriously been <clears throat> injury prone total so. total, but you can't wait for an injury
0: and just keep him on your bench if you don't have the spot. agreed, so, and I'm already keeping a spot for Khalil Herbert, so which almost seems like a waste as well, so. All right. Well, that's our fantasy football stuff this week. Uh, I won this week, which is really exciting. So I'm not quite as depressed, but I'm still depressed because I know I'm going to lose this week because both um, both Lamar Jackson and Mixon are on my bench and I'm playing the guy who has everybody playing and it's he's got Derrick Henry. It's insane. It's scary as crap. Do you have three wins or two wins? I have three. Okay. You can still afford one loss. So, well, but this loss, man. But then the very next week, very next week, is uh, both my starting wide receivers, Jalen Waddle, and um, the guy for the Seahawks, uh, DK yeah. Metcalf, both are on buy.
1: What? I did not realize they were both on buy this week. Oh,
0: yeah, I didn't either. Obviously. Obviously. Um. <clears throat> all right, Josh. Uh, let's go ahead, man. Let's quiz me, bro. All
1: right. Well, we were talking about some fantasy football funerals and there was a reemergence of a player that was once a great fantasy asset, Deshaun Jackson this week for the Baltimore Ravens. Hmm. Can you name Dave the three quarter, or you know what? I'll make it name two of the three quarterbacks that are still active from the year that Deshaun Jackson was drafted into the NFL. Three quarterbacks. That are still active to this day from Deshaun Jackson's NFL draft of 2008.
0: Oh, okay. So they were in the draft of
1: 2008. Yes. I probably
0: didn't. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I don't even remember who was drafted that year. Was that, was that the Sam Bradford year? No. Really? Really. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Nick Foles. Nope. Case Keenum. Nope. Case Keenum. He's not even that old. I have no idea. I I don't know how old he is. You're right. He's not that old. Um, So it's got to be an old corner. Teddy Bridgewater? No. Are they starting quarterbacks right now?
1: Two of them... Have started games this year, yes, but they are not currently the starters.
0: Oh, 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 oh! Aaron Rodgers? No. <laughs> oh my gosh! What year was he drafted?
1: I have no idea. I think it was two thousand seven or two thousand six. Maybe two thousand seven.
0: No, two thousand six was the Jamarcus Russell year, wasn't it? <laughs> was that two thousand three? Oh my gosh, dude! I'm losing my mind. Um. Andy Dalton.
1: No. Uh he was drafted. uh Rogers drafted in 05.
0: Oh good lord. Oh okay. That was way off.
1: So let me uh let me give you one. Maybe it'll trigger your brain. Uh it's one of them is Chad Henney. Yeah, that helps me. He, he's currently the backup in uh one of the backups in uh Arizona. Or no, sorry, Miami. And then I'll give you another one and I'll see if you can get the last one. Uh, one of them is Joe Flacco.
0: Oh, my gosh. Joe Flacco. Oh, my gosh. Just name one. Joe Flacco. <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> I don't have an answer, dude. I don't know. It's Matt Ryan. <clears throat>
0: oh, Matt Ryan.
1: Which I'm really surprised you didn't get that because they very notoriously came out together in college. I
0: just totally forgot that they did. Like As soon as you said Joe Flacco, I was like, oh, there's a big-time quarterback that I'm forgetting now. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Wow. Three quarterbacks left, huh? And none of them starting anymore.
1: Yeah, Cleas Campbell is another guy from that draft that's still playing, which is crazy for defensive end. Yeah, right. Um, He's still a powerhouse, too. Yeah. And then uh, last year, that Josh Johnson guy who played for uh, – was it last year he played for Tampa? No,
0: he he started his career with Tampa, didn't he, Josh Johnson?
1: That's right. He played for the Jets last year, right? Yeah, he played for the Jets last year. Okay.
0: Wow, yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's right. I remember him. Yeah. He was a bust.
1: Keeb Talib was another guy from the draft. Chris Long was the the second pick overall. Jake Long was number one overall. Not related to Chris Long, by the way. Jake Long. He went to the he was from Michigan.
0: What team did he go get drafted by? I don't remember. Was it the Dolphins? I think it was the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, there was the Dolphins too. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Cool. Wow. Good question, Josh. That was my if you know this, you're a nerd question of the week, and I didn't know it, so I'm super cool. Not a nerd. All right, Josh. Although when I do things like that, it makes it makes it all nerdy again. Um <laughs> greatest player born today today is november 9th and so we're wishing a happy birthday to owen daniels josh i don't know if you know this but he was raised in naperville illinois and went to naperville central and then went to university of wisconsin and he was drafted in the 4th round by the texans um and his and he had a br- breakout year th- Three years in, which is normal for a tight end. Three years is usually when you break, when you really have a breakout. And him and Andre Johnson were considered the best wide receiver tight end combo. And then he spent he went to three teams. He was with the Texans for eight, the Ravens for one, and the Broncos for one, where he won a Super Bowl in his final season for the Broncos and caught Peyton Manning's final touchdown pass. I just think that's really interesting. But he was—he was never a spectacular tight end, but he was always a solid tight end uh, for ten straight seasons. Josh, what do you remember about Owen Daniels?
1: Remember uh, back in the day, like uh, as far as it relates to fantasy, Jason Witten was like the main tight end fantasy wise. But Owen Daniels, like, when he was coming up, was, like, that supposed to be that, like, other guy that you could get and be awesome. He never really got to, like, a Jason Witten level. But, um, but yeah, he was always very, uh, very good. So
0: Yeah, he was very good. And I, I remember Matt Schaub throwing him touchdown passes in the playoffs and stuff like that.
1: Oh, Matt Schaub. Right?
0: I Man, I thought he was going to be so good. I loved him in college at the University of Virginia.
1: Mm. He had, like, one good year.
0: So true. So true. But you know what? Owen Daniels, happy birthday, man. Today is November 9th, 2022. Happy birthday. All right. Well, we don't have a hub controversy still, um, which sucks. Um, So I hope he continues to get better. Um, Hub Arkish, of course, we're talking about. Um, So, Josh, uh, I guess before we end here, let's get into some other sports talk. The Astros. Hold
1: on. I wanted to bring up something that we were arguing about um, in the fantasy football, but I forgot. Um, so this week, Dave wanted to put in a waiver claim for Cole Komet. Mm. And I was like, I mean, I wouldn't, I told him like I wouldn't waste my waiver pick on him.
0: Cause and, I'm the number one waiver. Cause he's the number, number one, one waiver.
1: So like he gets whoever he wants. Right. So he wakes up, doesn't put in the waiver claim. He wakes up. And sure enough, the only waiver claim that went through was someone picking up Cole Komet. However, this was good. This was good because that number one waiver can be a game-changing player. I believe I've had the waiver uh, one twice this year, and I got Deonta Foreman, who is, um, I mean, he had one bad week last week, but generally speaking, he's been really good since uh, I picked him up ever since uh, McCaffrey got traded. And then I also had, um, I think, a, uh, generally speaking, a guy I dropped. I can't remember who it was. So it doesn't always work out. But the <laughs> point is, is like that that waiver one could be a game-changing player. So don't just like flitter it off on a tight end or a wide receiver, like the hot tight end or wide receiver that week that you're chasing points on. You know, if you if you actually got to waiver one, wait for that next injury on the running back side, or you know, if you really need that that hot wide receiver coming off ir or, or running back or or someone gets traded um you know that's it comes in absolutely handy so
0: well thank you josh for walking me off the ledge there um yeah. but because you did uh we have we are out of time so you'll have to wait till next week to hear about fight clubs for fun interesting right until then stay cynical
1: Bye.